Hi, I'm Oki. And I'm Caddy. And this is Books, Cats, and Snacks. Check in. Cha-ching. Cha-ching. Wow. Cha-ching. Cha-ching. I feel like we haven't done one of these in a while. I feel like... Yeah. It's we so haven't... Odd. Yeah, we haven't done a... But welcome to our midway check-in, you guys. This is where Caddy and I each pick a book on our own. And we want to discuss it because we read it and we really enjoyed it. Yep. We're reading When Breath Becomes Air... By Paul Kalanithi, which is a really, really popular, brilliant book. And it's it's really emotional. It's a really sweet story, I think. Yeah. So today's a big day. Today's yes. a big deal, you guys. I mean, if you guys think it's a big day, I guess it's a big day. I'm not <laughs> sure. I mean, it's not about me, so I don't care. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding, guys. Do, 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 do. It's Oki's birthday. It's my birthday. Yeah. I feel like Oprah, yeah, it's your birthday. <laughs> thank you it's it's a weird week though because even though it's a it's a birthday week or today the actual birthday the, this weekend though we have a service for our dear friend that we lost mm-hmm. and it's it's been really humbling it's been really interesting that something yeah. to to go through something like this and especially for our bestest friend, Jennifer, and her daughter, Zuzu. But we are still doing our check-in. We're still doing our show, so I'm glad you guys are here. So, as always, spoiler alert, you know, red flag. You know, most (laughs) of us miss the red flags, but I'm going to try to tell you guys to make sure to pay attention (laughs) to this one. All right? So, spoiler alerts, we will be going through this book, the art books, with a fine-tooth comb at this point, or as fine a tooth of a comb as we can get through it. Right, And also, there is a language flashing on this one for yours at least i would say at least for mine there's gonna be adult language because it kind of goes with it with yours i'm not sure but i'll throw that in there so (laughs) it's just it's it's really language not so much the subject matter of it so i wouldn't suggest listening to it with your children in the car if if you're okay with the dropping of f-bombs i mean by all means you do you and for my book i will try not to say all the spoilers yeah but i'm definitely gonna say a few things uh, Mm -hmm. i think so let's start with your midway check-in book, Caddy. All right. I got my feet tangled in the wires. Sorry. <laughs> I was trying to turn my chair and I got tangled in the wires, guys. It's not like this is my, my first day or anything, you know, doing this for like a year and a half. Okay. But we typically record together in the studio. Yeah. Usually mm-hmm. we're right next to each other and and there's a lot of like shenanigans and snacking there, and whatever going is, on. There's a lot. Yeah. There's not so much jingling, cat jingling going on. But with us working in different places now and we both mm-hmm. work late nights so yep. right now it's actually like past 1 a.m in the morning and we're recording this episode we'll see how we act this time around <laughs> are we turning like late 30s or like 16 it, it can go either way guys. yeah it can go either way absolutely and we both <laughs> just got off work so <laughs> we're tired you know, what uh, we've i think we've passed the the delusional threshold at this point. Yeah, it's like say. we just got to mingle at point, guys. Mingle. Okay. <laughs> Except me at my 1 a.m. caddy. All right. Okay. <laughs> so my book is The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, A Counterintuitive Approach to Living a Good Life by Mark Manson. I think you did a shout out. I did do a shout book, out right? on this. He has two that is relatively the same, and I'll talk about the other one a little bit. I'll give like a little brief something. Right. And he has three in all, by the way, it's three books. So I'll just give a little brief synopsis of Mark Manson really fast before okay. I get into the book. Um, so Mark Manson, I thought he was older for some weird reason. I don't know why I thought this, but he's really not. He was born in 84. 
So he's a millennial, just like yeah. I don't know why. I thought he was like just the way he speaks. He's very Gen Z, or oh, yeah, okay. not Gen Z. I'm sorry, Gen X. Just the way he okay. talks, talks about it. You know that generation that came before, much like you guys. Sure, but he's yeah. actually a little bit older than you know, a little bit older than me. So so he started off as a blogger. Interestingly, he started off okay. as a blogger giving dating advice. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was dating <laughs> advice. He went from dating advice to writing a book about not giving a fuck. This because I bought this book for Justin maybe a couple of years ago, and even though the title is really bold, it's truly a guidance to like yeah. how to it's live a, your it's life. It's a good story. Right? It really is. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. it's really good. Like you got, it's got a good message of it. Of course, it's for the sh- you know shock value of you, but uh, I think it also gives some folks that may not be into the whole self help genre or movement or just think it's that i mean i guess seeing something a little different a different approach to it will probably grab you i mean it definitely grabbed me i was like interesting (laughs) all right so his first book was in 2011 and it was called models attract women through honesty that was his first book it was self-published that was his first book in 2011 i'm assuming because you know he was in the dating advice thing so i mean that even Attract women through honesty. <laughs> like it's either really, really good or it's like one of those like really cheesy ones. And I think of, um, I don't know if you guys are Bob's Burgers fans, but there is a character called the, Pin- the Prince of Persuasia. It's like this really like cheesy, like really bad toxic guy that's talking about giving guys women tips and he's like <laughs> he goes you want to capture your woman make fun of your princess that's how you make her yours and it's, i don't know i i'm sure the book is better than that but that's what i when i read that title that's what i thought it was Prince <laughs> but this particular book was on the new york bestseller list new york times bestseller list oh wow so it okay. was for like weeks and weeks and weeks 12 sold over 12 million copies worldwide so this is a huge huge deal but his third book, which is was published in 2019, it's called Everything is Fucked, a book about hope. <laughs> so I love that. I think that one's probably going to be yeah. my favorite out of the three. Just <laughs> Everything is Fucked, a book about hope. You know, like it's a whole <laughs> it's a whole thing. I, I like how he brings me out and then he calms me back down. I like how he does that. He right. brings me back up. But in 2020, he, re- he uh, released an audio book called Love is Not Enough. It could be kind of getting you through a bad relationship or it could be helping you grow in the relationship that you have. I mean, I could right. go either way with it. It's so, like I mean, facing reality. You know how yes, people always say, is, yes. you know, people always say to make a relationship successful, you have to work at it. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't you just to give it. breeze by. Absolutely. No, it's, yeah. Nothing's perfect, essentially. Like you do, you are two flawed human beings who, hey, I like the side of you and I think I want to do this for a while. So then you <laughs> work at it. You know what I mean? I read this thing once and somebody said like, isn't it weird that we just kind of pick a person and you just kind of point at them and be like, you, I think I'm going to stick with you for a while. We'll see how long this goes. And then it's just, you just kind of find this one other person. And I think in our situations, they pointed to us because <laughs> we're the prizes in our relationships. <laughs> I'm teasing guys, you know, I'm They're teasing. They're like peeking out of the cave, be like, you out there. <laughs> with my With my cat. <laughs> he's like he won me over with the cats <laughs> so the book was published on september 13th of 2016 it's a little bit older about what seven years now coming out seven years mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's 212 pages so it's you know relatively short so it grabs me at the very beginning it says have you ever read one of those self-help books that state to think positive and then you go and fuck yourself <laughs> this is the book for you. That's how he first gets you in this book is that tagline. It's not always just thinking positively. Like you have to do something in order to reach that positivity. You have to work towards a goal. 
even if it's like the most minimalist step that you take towards it, you do it. All this thinking is just getting in your own head and it's not really propelling you to what you need to do, what you're getting at, what's what's your ulti- what's going to find your happiness. Ultimately, we're all looking for happiness. And he's saying that in order to find this happiness, you have to kind of get out of your own head and do things. When he says do things, it's he does it in an approach to where it's kind of like being indifferent at most things, trying to find your own happiness. Try not to focus so much on having everything all at once and just focusing maybe on one task at a time. So like more like small goals. I, I guess you feel tiny accomplishments. I yes, it's kind of. Yeah, I guess in a way. And he's saying that <laughs> it's one funny line that he says in there. He goes, I'm not trying to teach you how to be indifferent to everything. I'm just trying to show you how to be, think of things differently, how to gotcha. think differently, yeah. not to be indifferent, but think differently. There's a difference. Yeah, the he goes, if, <laughs> yeah, he goes, because if you're indifferent towards everything, you're a psychopath. So you can think <laughs> differently towards these things. He just has little quips throughout the book of that kind of thinking and the way right. he says certain things. So of course it's my humor. So it's very sarcastic, but it's also about changing your values within yourself. He talks about how, when he was young, he wanted to travel the world. He was in a different city all the time, never really making friends, never really having multiple partners, you know, that sort of thing. And he finally decided to settle down. He wanted family. He wanted to go home. He wanted to build a family. He wanted to have a home. And that was most important for him. So as a growing human being, your values change. And that was good for me. You know, he's like, at that point in time, it was good for me. Maybe it's not good for somebody else. Somebody else might be like, hey, this is the life I want. This is my sense of freedom is traveling the world. But in his shoes, he's like, hey, this is my sense of freedom is being with my family and being around my, you know, people that love me, that this is what I wanted. So it's about changing your values and that what what best fits you at that point. You know, you kind of have to sit back and look at the world around you and be happy with what you have kind of thing. Like, don't be so scared of inevitabilities. Like it's inevitable that your bad shit's going to happen and you could let it hit you down or you could just take it head on and use it as a learning curve use it as a learning experience and move on from it don't be scared of things that that pushes you to get you out of your comfort zone like do it you never know what happens a lot of them all kind of say relatively the same thing but some of them in different ways of getting it and i just think ultimately it's what, what's your preference what really gets you what draws to you when you read these books like what particular voice gets you motivated to what you need to do I started uh, reading this book a little while back and then it just so happened i finished it like this coming time and you know it's going on around us and it just kind of made me think and kind of made me tear up a little bit i'll say oh okay i didn't realize i was gonna go there (laughs) you know what i mean like i i I should have guessed it but yeah it was it was an interesting outlook on what he says about it so i mean it's a good book i i liked it i thought it was i thought it was funny it was poignant i think at time because i've read two so far i did um the other the other book a few i think like last end of last year i believe when i had my other self-help and this uh, one, and yeah. they both take yeah. totally different approaches to what you got to do. But ultimately, the underlying message is find your happiness. Figure out a way that you want to make that go. Both of those books are wonderful. Now, I might chill out on self-help for a little bit. But yeah, definitely <laughs> liked it. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of fiction. Well, I like that you, you've you connected with this, though. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's really sweet. And I do want to read Everything is Fucked. A story about hope. <laughs> I do want to read that. I do want to read that because I know it's going to have some other points in it that kind of vibe with me. So I'm like, yeah, that's definitely the next one I want to read. I'm not too sure about models. Not too sure about that one. I don't think that one speaks to me very much, but definitely number well, three. You're at the point in your life where reading about like dating advice is not, it's not a priority. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. 
a good written work is good written work, but mm-hmm. when it comes to something like this, it depends on where you are in your life to really yeah. resonate with that If book. Can... So it's mm-hmm. understandable that that's not your immediate go-to to read. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it was more geared towards gentlemen as well. So, oh uh, yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> okay. So my turn for this checkout. You're gonna be surprised, Caddy. Well, kinda, I guess. Clutching my pearls already. If you guys recall, we did a book discussion of the Sundown Motel by Simone yes. St. James. Mm-hmm. So she came out with a book last year called "The Book of Cold Cases." Oh, okay. And it is such a good book, and that's Ooh. my pick for this midway okay. check-in. Okay. She has a few other books mm-hmm. too. I think one called "The Broken Girls," which, which I think I really want to read. Also, mm-hmm. reading the same author, like a second book of the same author, and you still really enjoy it. So she's do, she's good at what she does. Yeah. yeah so just her descriptions, man, like crazy. Yeah, absolutely. So. Simone St. James, her tropes, her books are typically mystery thriller, but there's supernatural elements to it. Mm-hmm. Like at Sundown Motel, there's like ghosts and surrounding a crime and things like that. So this is kind of up our up our alley here. Mm-hmm. So the Book of Cold Cases was published March 15th of last year. So it's like a one year anniversary. <laughs> nice. Right. Okay. Yeah. So right around birthday time, too. Mm-hmm. And I figured it was kind of fitting to do this episode about it. It's 352 pages. Okay. And honestly, the cover is really cool too. You see this, this like old school car in front of this mansion looking house. And mm-hmm. I love reading about old mansions and like the the ghosts behind it and all the mysteries behind it, kind of like haunting of Hill House. That show is wonderful. I'm sure the book is great because a lot of people rave about it, but I love the mm-hmm. the TV series, the most recent one at least. Yeah, I'm looking at the cover and it looks like it looks like the beginning of like Clue, like they always drive up to the house, yeah. this big ass house yeah. in the rain. Yeah, <laughs> there are two sides to this story. It's kind of a two different timelines. The two different timelines. It's the current one and And back in 1977, the setting is in Clear Lake, Oregon. Clear, like a girl's name, Clear. Clear Clear Lake, Lake. Oregon. I keep thinking Clear Lake, which... Yeah, because we're from from Houston, yeah. (laughs) That's what Um, I thought, too. I was like, Clear Lake! What? (laughs) Back in 1977, there were this scare, like kind of like a serial killer on the loose. And the suspect is actually a woman. And oh. she's called a lady killer. She's called like the lady killer. But and the whole crime is called lady killer murders. Okay. And mainly because the victims are like this middle-aged men. And at one uh-huh. point, one of the men that was murdered, uh-huh. a witness saw a woman getting oh. out of the car or whatnot. Didn't Ooh. see the murder, but just kind of saw her getting in the car. She leaves. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's dubbed that these murders was definitely a woman committing them. And in the meantime, this is still 1977. In the meantime, there's this rich family with this mansion. It's the Greer Mansion. It's kind of like mom, dad, the daughter. But there's also another daughter that is a little bit of a spoiler alert. Not really. But the main daughter, her name is Beth Greer. So Beth is your typical what you would expect in these types of stories. Like she's your beautiful, gorgeous, rich girl that everybody wants to get to know. And they all think that Beth is the lady killer. So she's like suspect number one. So throughout the book, you actually 
read about how detectives back in 1977 was treating Beth as if Beth was definitely guilty. You know? Interesting. So, okay. Yeah. So that part is also really interesting to read. So not only do you read that the criminal part, but also like the the culture of like police yeah. work back in 1977. Okay. So then the other part of the timeline is this the main girl, the main character. Her name is Shay. Shay Collins. So she's a divorced girl who works as a receptionist and, and in this doctor's office. But what she really loves to do and what she's really excited about is she runs this blog about cold cases. So okay. her blog is called The Book of Cold Cases. So she it's kind of like a podcast, mm-hmm. uh, like a criminal, like a crime, true crime podcast. Podcast, okay. But in a... You know, on a website kind of thing. And she's done this for like 10 years or something. And, and, oh, wow. and, stuff, and she discusses cold cases and blah, blah, blah. And there's a guy that she kind of confers with. So he's kind of like her consultant because he's an ex-detective. You know, so she'll say things like, well, this case, this and this happened. Why would the police go that route kind of thing? So she confers to him a lot. And a side note, of course, they flirt a little bit and there's a little something building there, of course. Mm-hmm. So in the story, one day, Shay, who's working as a receptionist, this patient comes in, this older woman comes in and immediately Shay recognizes her. She's like, that's Beth. That's Beth mm-hmm. Greer, the suspect from the lady killer's murders. Beth was never convicted which is a known fact from the synopsis. So that's mm-hmm. not a spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. But Shay just like, oh my God, Beth Greer is in the office. Like yeah. I have access to her and she's like the ultimate person I can interview for mm-hmm. my blog. So she kind of, in a long way around with the book, she gets to talk to Beth. Like she develops this relationship with Beth. She goes to the mansion, kind of interviews Beth like, why you know how did they treat you how did they do you know anything about the cases like why do they continue to think that you are the one who committed these murders and in true form of simone saint james books there are supernatural elements to it so of course you can imagine the mansion comes to life on its own oh so that's as much as i want to say about this book uh, because yeah i've given away a lot i would say but there's so much more to it it is i'm really still wanting more read. yeah yeah it's such a fun read mm-hmm. so if you're wondering if it's worth the hype because it's a really popular book and if you're wondering if it's worth the read i absolutely think so she's okay. definitely definitely entertaining in her books so yeah there you go (laughs) sounds good to me right so the book that i just discussed one more time it's called the book of cold cases by simone st james which i highly recommend you guys yep and that concludes our midway check-in this time we are reading when breath becomes air by paul kalanithi i'm really really enjoying this book it's it's a different book for us to normally read so not only is it a memoir, it's also nonfiction for us. So this is yeah. kind of cool. I like yeah. it. We will see you guys next week for a book shout out. And then after that, we're going to discuss When Breath Becomes Air. So we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.